0: Thank, Thank you, you for, joining for joining me for your, your MMA scoop. scoop. This is Ray's Oma Plata Soup. You guys, to another episode of Ray's Oma Plata Soup. I can't believe we are still doing this show, but you guys are with me, you're listening. So, you know what? I'm going to keep bringing you guys some of the best guests from MMA Twitter because that's my thing. Of course, you know I'm Ray catch all my stuff on twitter at darts underscore smokes today i actually got someone who's been in the cage this one is a real treat for you guys she is serena southpaw jesus welcome to the show. hey thanks for having me on ray
1: it's really awesome to be here
0: no no i'm it's completely my pleasure to have you on um I know that this is just completely random. I tweeted today that I needed to guess. My man Fighting With Myself Podcast tagged you in that tweet. And all of <laughs> a sudden, here we are making this this hit right
1: now. Yep. Yeah, so, he, he's great. I that was funny because I came right out of practice actually, cause um our our gym is in the process of moving like down the street. So we're all at the PI, the UFC Performance cool. Institute. And I open my phone and I just see like oh, I'm getting tagged like a whole oh, bunch of shit. I'm like, uh oh, did I, did like did something of mine leak that shouldn't have nah, I don't know. And then no, it's just like <laughs> I need a guess. And I'm like, just slide in my DMs, fam. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. I'm so glad that you were cool with that. Cause you know, anytime someone tells me that they're even remotely interested, I'm definitely gonna slide into them DMs. So yeah, uh,
1: I mean I'm cool. Even if you root for Macy Barber against my bestie, I mean oh yeah. see, oh, it's, all right, all right. So, yeah, so what it happened was
0: you know uh-huh, I, was, <laughs> I was on the hype train and I I, mm-hmm. I love Roxanne, she is she's the GOAT right now. And to, for me to even be on the Macy hype train. Was surprising to me. Because I usually don't fall for these kind of sticks. But damn it. She had me. And then.
1: Have Roxanne, we learned our lesson? Have we learned our lesson?
0: <laughs> I I am bowing right now. I've completely An learned my lesson. Another
1: O way. Had, go, had to go. That's all it was. Another O had to go. And Roxy took that.
0: <laughs> and I can't think of a better fighter to do it, honestly. Like, sure. Yeah. It would have been nice to. You know, see someone so young go ahead and make a championship run. But at the same time, Roxanne, a true veteran in the game, went in there Mm -hmm. and was like, I'm going to show you how it's really done when you get into the topper ranks in the in the division.
1: Yep. And she's gotten scary, like, you know, with our new uh, Muay Thai coach, AJ Matthews, who fights for um, for Bellator. Um, he's really brought Roxanne, I think, to the next level with her striking. Like, her kicks actually really hurt now. <laughs> like, wow. you know, and even she don't even have to try. And I'm like, ooh. So you I'm know- also trying to work in with AJ Matthews as well. Because people have said my kicks are already, like, something to, you know, something to behold. And now I mm-hmm. hope that I can, just, like, decapitate some Mortal Kombat style the next time I fight with my kicks.
0: Nice. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. That is awesome. So I, what I noticed in her striking game cuz you're right it certainly has improved like leaps and bounds and not in, not even in a tradition uh, traditional fashion but she's making it work for her game uh she has a longer reach than most chicks at that weight class so uh as long as she's able to kind of keep that 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 jab out there and uh, keep them on the outside, and then when they finally do close the distance, get that clinch and make it a grappling exchange. She fries oh, yeah. in that.
1: Mhm. And when she gets on the ground, expect to be cut up by the elbows. Holy shit! It's just like so, without fail. It's like after she figured it out with with uh, Sarah DeLio during her Invicta run, she just mm-hmm. like. She's just bringing the pain with those elbows. Barbara, uh man. Barb Honchak fell for it. Yeah. Antonina ate some elbows from, from the mouth. Now Macy, I mean, as Roxy's mo, I think now is just cut open their faces, <laughs> and yeah, I love man. it.
0: <laughs> I do too. I'm a fan of vicious Roxy, the happy warrior. But uh I'm a fan I of yours, Roxy. too. I'm a fan of yours, too. I was there at your uh, your last bout. I know it didn't go your way, but I was there. And nope. you, you looked pretty good in that. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the decision didn't go your way. but eh, that's
1: uh, whatever. You I know, know I, I know I fought a girl that nobody ever wanted to fucking touch. Like, she couldn't mm-hmm. find anyone from her neck of the woods. And my opponent fell out. So I'm like, I ain't no bitch. Right? Man, that girl, though, reminded me of fucking mugshot from Sly Cooper. She had a 72-inch reach. Mm. I'm like, the fuck? She looks wow. she's gonna be like mugshot, just walk in the cage on her arms and shit, and then like drop on her feet if she wanna like grapple or something. <laughs> All
0: right. Man, so how do those uh how does booking a fight work for you?
1: I just stay ready. Like as an amateur, it'd be a little easier for me to just kind of pick and choose. Mm-hmm. But um as a pro, you gotta stay ready. You never know when like a fight's gonna drop in your lap any second because someone got hurt, they missed weight, or some mm-hmm. shit like that. So, like, for example, like I said, my opponent dropped out, and then there's uh, some other girl, no one wanted to fight. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm not a bitch, let's go. Mm-hmm. True. You know, shit like that. Those kind of situations develop. So, in so the end, you kind of like pig out, but as an athlete, you know, as a pro, ooh, excuse me, my bubbly water's coming up, up at me. You got to keep your weight, you got to keep your weight in a reasonable limit so you, you know, you don't have to drop like a shit ton of weight so fast.
0: True. Yeah, that's that's good. That's very good. Uh, Good advice to any up and coming uh, fighters that are, you know, just coming out of amateurs and gu- g- going into the pros, you know, stay at a, a weight, a manageable weight that you can yeah. still get down to if you need to. in, you know, a few weeks notice and uh, that that's going to really get your name out there, especially if you're racking up a few dubs.
1: Yep. And stay oh. ready. Even if you have an 18, 19 month injury layoff. <laughs>
0: so t- can you tell me about the networking that goes behind making a bout like this so do you, do you have to talk to a guy do you have to go into like this dark corner and a shady alley <laughs> or what's going on when when you make a fight
1: normally you have either a manager or your coach acts as your manager mm-hmm. and promotions will like hit hit them up and be like yo do you have people who can fill in these weight classes or do you have so and so who wants to fight so in this case um my coach john it kind of acts on my behalf you know in a manager kind of way where um because he has working relationships with a lot of promotions and he's like and they're like hey john does serena want to fight so and so on this card for this much money and this much money and it's just and he passes me the offer i can say nah that's some bullshit money or yeah that sounds like a good idea just to bide my time or whatnot or hell yeah i mean this is a good shot so yeah It really all depends. Like some people have a manager on top of their coaches. Like the coaches will just train them. while they have a manager that does all the things like networking with promotions or helping with sponsors and whatnot.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Well, that kind of gives the listeners a little bit of insight as to how things work behind the scenes. uh, Because a lot of people don't know, you know, how these Mm -hmm. things work. Uh, They think that, you know, they get a call from, let's just say, Dana White specifically. Like, hey, man. You want to fight? I wish really- it worked
1: that way. <laughs> that's really not how it works, right? No. Normally, fighters, especially like in the pros, don't normally get an offer directly. And if they do, it's normally good etiquette to run it past your coach and not be a dumbass. So, True. Yeah. But to each their own, really. But I like to have my coach's input before I take the fight, just like, Make sure I'm not taking short notice, not to make sure my pride's not getting the best of me, what not. Make sure I'm actually being smart about something, you know?
0: Right, absolutely. So, Serena, let me ask you this. How long have you uh, been training in the world of martial arts? Can you tell me about so, that?
1: So, starting training, I trained in 2010, 2011-ish. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, you know, I was getting into college and I needed something to do. I was going to go <laughs> in the cabeza, <laughs> you know? So, and I loved, I loved watching mixed martial arts. I watched it with my dad growing up. You know, he watched on VHS, I had my anime, and then I walked down because I'm such a Tekken, um, Street Fighter and, uh, Power Rangers and anime fan. When I saw Paul Herrera get caught, snatched up by Gary Goodrich and elbowed to death, I looked like something like King from Tekken, yeah, who is my, still okay. my favorite character to this uh, day. Wow
0: okay. What, what Tekken what
1: reference. I like it. Yeah, it's my favorite game. I'll still whoop everybody's ass with King.
0: Mark my words. <laughs> I'll take you up on that. I'm pretty trash attacking low key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, so you've been training since 2010. What, what was the first martial art that really caught your attention? Cause for me, uh, if you didn't know, I'm a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guy. The name of the show is Ray's Oma Plata Soup. I like Man, I
1: wouldn't have figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, you know, I started my. both Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu at the same time, but because I had a prior Taekwondo background, I kind of gravitated more to Muay Thai. Um, and it, I, I just loved it. Like, I already had the kicks, da- a lot of kicks down, and I just gravitated to it. But my first grappling matches tur- in, like, Grappler's Quest and Naga and whatnot, turned to my first Muay Thai bouts. And, and then after my second Muay Thai bout, I broke um, a girl's ribs with my knee, and I didn't know it at the time. It felt like some muscle shifted or something from impact. I don't know. I don't know what a broken bone felt like on another individual, just my own, if I broke anything. Yeah. And then from there, I mean, I had my blue belt in jujitsu. I mean, I'm one to fight. So I just, after I took a trip to syndicate, I met Raxi for the first time, because I've been watching her since middle school, mm-hmm. and she's, fi- she's finally back in the States. I'm like, yo, look... Can I train with you? Since my original plan of Thailand went to shit because political riots, and she's like, "Oh yeah, sure." Mm-hmm. And spent the summer training with her, had a wonderful time. We became besties, and then, ironically, we fought the same night she was fighting at in Invicta. Uh, I forget who she was. I think she was fighting Tara La Rosa in Invicta, and I was making my, anime, my amateur MMA debut in Philadelphia. And oh, wow. we both won our fights. It was awesome. It was kind of cool that way. Matt's made him badass. I know, right?
0: You guys are so adorable. I love you guys' friendship. Uh, I, every time I see you guys at the Invicta shows, when you guys are kind of coaching uh, uh, another teammate or something, you guys just seem like you have so much good chemistry. And uh, that's what I like to see in a an in a MMA gym.
1: Yeah, we balanced each other out. Like, I don't, And here's the thing. like Loyalty with friendship is just – you know, you can't find it nowadays. And all I wanted was a best friend, and I found that in Roxy. I mean, even when she jumps my ass, like she pretty much did today in sparring, helping me out. But right. I needed that. Like, she knows when to lay, when to ease back if I'm having a hard time. She knows when to basically jump me and push me to my best. So I yes. love her for that. And that's, that's why I defend her at all costs. You know, from mm-hmm. people making bad choices, uh, betting against no. her. <laughs> people make it saying bad things about her. I'll curse them out for her because she don't curse. So I curse for her. I mean, it, it, we're, it's yin and yang, literally how we are
0: absolutely no that's 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 fantastic so uh so tell me a, a little bit about uh i'm looking at your twitter bio now uh you're you have an at at fight for autism so you're the ambassador for that can you tell me a little bit about that so
1: when i originally started fighting i really wanted to be a good ambassador for autism because my before my first amateur mma bout the um there the um god what that that school shooting with Adam Lanza up, up in um the, Massachusetts. Uh, uh, Sandy Hook, Hook happened. Sandy so Hook. everybody started demonizing autistic people and individuals. They're like, oh, they're so devoted to emotion. They could be a next school shooter. We're already isolated as is because people don't get us. Mm-hmm. And even though we really try. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because I have my siblings are autistic. And it's just like, I want to be that good example. That all to say, the stereotypes and shit they put us in. So. I came out before, you know, before my amateur fight, like I'm autistic and I fight and everyone's like, wait, what? Because Mm -hmm. the stereotypes were uncoordinated, which I was as a child, Mm -hmm. you know, and just weren't athletic. And yet here I am, you know, power lifter, basically turned to fighter over Mm -hmm. the years. And I just wanted to show it, show it out. And then I caught the attention of uh, fighting for autism and they wanted me to be an ambassador. And I like working with, uh, with them and just bringing you know, positive awareness to being autistic, and Absolutely. you know, because everyone's like, "Oh, oh, you're autistic. Oh, it's such a hard life." Like, there's some challenges, but it doesn't mean my life is shit, you know, because right. I'm autistic,
0: mm-hmm. you know, and it
1: shouldn't be looked into that light. So, that's I'm to be a, to be an ambassador.
0: Now, that 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 gives wonderful insight into the cause, and you know, kind of you know, like you said, just because you have this issue doesn't mean that, you know, game over, you know, you guys can still have fun, you can still do things, you know, so uh, just like everybody else, you know, I I mean, there's a lot of people dealing with a lot of things, and autism is just another one of those things that people deal with, so uh, kudos to you for being an ambassador for that, because there's not, like, there's not a lot of people who do that.
1: No, there really isn't, because that's the other thing, it's just like, in terms of autistic heroes, we really, really don't have any. We maybe have Dr. Temple Grandin, but who grows up and says, "You know what I want to do? I want to be working on a farm with animals." How is that doesn't really inspire too many people.
0: Exactly. When they see
1: fighters, people who step in and put their asses on the line, they'll be like, "You know what? I want to be like that. I want to be. I want to reach some, the higher levels of my life and be just like. I want people to be like, God damn it, I want to be like Serena, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that."
0: Yeah, no, uh, that kind of reminds me. uh, I I always like to kind of say a little piece about a project that I've been working on to uh, introduce Brazilian jiu-jitsu to uh, kids in urban communities, uh, low-income housing projects and things like that, uh, because I feel like it would help do a few things. Uh, One of the things I think that it would help decrease gun violence. uh, And I also think think that it would also... Uh, decrease some mental illness issues that a lot of our teenagers are dealing with. I mean, teenage suicide is at <clears throat> a ridiculous high right now. Like it's just you ain't kidding. It's it's so silly. And I've been working with kids for about a year now. And now that I've kind of been embedded in this world and seeing how these uh, these kids need help. They don't really have access or the exposure to a martial art like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu that teaches you humility, respect, community, camaraderie, self, and of course, self defense.
1: Of course, and I, I'm a hundred percent for that because I used to kind of yeah, I used to work with the mental health care field back where I used to live, and yeah, it's just like there's almost no access to anything. Like I moved out here to Nevada and mm-hmm. Las Vegas, and basically every part of mental health is privatized. Like mm-hmm. we're relying on nonprofit groups to help people, you know, adults and kids on the spectrum. But there's just not enough manpower and there's not enough resources. I mean, really I, try self, I try to hold a self-defense seminar every month for autistic uh, individuals because we're more likely to be assaulted and bullied and killed. The average age of death for autistic people is 38 years old. that means i'm 10 years away from that from that average right now because if somebody else doesn't kill us we normally kill ourselves through Mm. suicide or accidents so it's a Mm. scary world and my little sister she just finally punched somebody the other day who was grabbing her and shit like before she's so rigid with the rules like okay i shouldn't be doing this to somebody but she knew that she had to defend herself she went up and cracked this kid and the and the arm and hurt because mm-hmm. she's hundred eighty pounds and she I
0: taught her how to hit. She hits like a fucking gorilla dude. Mm-hmm. Wow <laughs> I hate
1: that's, it when she hits me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it just it just goes to show that <clears throat> well, my end game is ultimately to get, you know, martial arts or specifically Brazilian Jiu Jitsu into the school system. But uh I've been working closely with a lot of, you know, higher-ups in the Kansas City, Kansas public school system just in their mm-hmm. ear kind of nudging their shoulder like, hey, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, this is something that, you know, I've been I- embedded in for the past five years, and it's truly helped me uh, through my <laughs> darkest times, you know, so uh, I feel mm-hmm. like it would be able to help some of these, these kids that are exposed to a lot of negative influences.
1: Yeah, they'll have a sense of belonging because that's the big thing that drew, that draws a lot of, um, honest and people with mental illness is like they're in a place where everybody's focused on the same mission. They help each other. You don't have that in every other aspect of your life, at your job or at your school or whatnot. People are very individualistic to themselves and don't care about other people, but that's not the case in martial arts.
0: Absolutely. You're hundred percent right. Um, So, I mean, with that being said, Uh, i'm always looking for donors so if you're listening to this podcast please hit me up donations are always accepted i have a gofundme you can find that on my twitter and also shout out to the fight for auto autism uh, calls donate to that as well um but serena Mm -hmm. we've almost already done our 20 minutes is there anything you yeah that was fast i know right it just goes by so quick (laughs) like blinking you would have mixed it uh, is there anything you needed to desperately say to the people before we go?
1: Um, Just follow me on my Twitter and my Instagram at Serena Southpaw and, you know, keep an eye out. I got a funny feeling something something that is in the mix. Um, yeah. And, yeah, follow, follow my gym, Syndicate MMA. And thank you to all my sponsors and all my fans and friends who support, you know, my journey each and every step of the way.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I greatly appreciate your time, Serena. Uh I honestly didn't expect to have such a caliber of a of a guest like your show but like I said at the beginning of this thing I like to bring the hottest of MMA Twitter together and we just kind of t- talk a little bit about this sport that we all love so uh, again Amen to that. your time. All
1: right, thanks man. Have a wonderful yeah. night.
0: Absolutely and uh You guys listening, like I said, shout out to my GoFundMe. Make sure you donate to that. And uh, enjoy the fights this weekend. We got Invicta. We got John Jones. And Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions of the world!